The essential quality of life is living. The essential quality of living is change. Change is evolution, and we are part of it. Hi there, I'm your host, Bree, and welcome to another episode of Getting to Know Your Character. Today's guest is David Strong, the main character from the novel Chrysalids. Today's question of the day is, would you welcome change instead of fearing it? David faced this question in John Wyndham's Chrysalids, and he is here to tell us about his journey. Hi, David. Welcome to our show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Let's get right to it. Tell us, how did you decide to welcome change instead of fearing it? I think it's important that people know change can be good, even life-saving. Making a change and breaking away from my family and the beliefs of the people in Waknuk, a village where I grew up, was not easy. These people are in awe of the old people, yet they believe that God sent tribulation to punish them for not being normal. Growing up, my father's faith was bred into his bones, and my mother, well, she had a strong sense of duty and never doubted where it lay. To say we were Christians is an understatement, and our house was decorated with signs to remind us, like, only the image of God is man, the norm is the will of God, the devil is the father of deviation, and watch thou for the mutant are some examples. The irony is, what I did not know at the time was that I was a mutant living in that house all along. For our listeners that have not read the book, explain. What do you mean you were a mutant living in that house? That story starts with the day I met Sophie. I was 10 at the time, and we played at the edge of town. I remember Sophie's shoe getting stuck between two rocks, and the only way for her to get loose was to take off her shoe. She did not want to do that, and I soon learned why. I noticed Sophie had six toes, and really, I didn't think much of it until we went back to her house. When we got to Sophie's house... She apologized to her mom for exposing her deficiency. That's when I clued in that Sophie was a mutant because she was different. Different how? My parents said that man is the image of God and should have a head, a body, two legs, two arms, ten fingers, and ten toes, just like the signs in my house to guide those beliefs. With six toes, Sophie did not follow God's image, and because of that, she was a mutant. So... You met Sophie and discovered that she might be a mutant. But how does that explain you believing that you were a mutant living in your parents' house all along? Later that night, I dreamed of a calf being slaughtered for being hairless. And the calf in my dream was Sophie. What was worse is that my father was the one who slaughtered Sophie in my dream. The next day, my uncle Axel, who I trust greatly, caught me talking to myself. I explained to him that I was not talking to myself and actually to Rosalind my cousin, who was not actually there with us. That's when Uncle Axel recognized that I was different and telepathic. He made me a promise to not tell anyone about this. I wondered why until it hit me. I'm different too, and that made me a mutant. That's when I knew it was time for me to make a decision and that it would affect other people close to me like Rosalind, Michael, Mark, Sally, Catherine, and my little sister Petra because we were all telepathic. Making a decision meant I was destined to go to the fringes. So, what are the fringes? The fringes are a wild country where nothing was dependable. A place where my father said the devil struts his wide estates and the laws of God are mocked. It's where mutants were killed or sent away to. 
David, your story sounds like a fascinating read. Here you are at a crossroads in your life and you have to decide, welcome change or fear it. What was the determining factor in you making your decision? Petra, my sister, who was also a mutant, was the reason why. Her telepathy was much stronger than the rest of ours and she was able to telepathically communicate with others who were very far away. When she was at risk of being discovered along with the rest of us, we decided to leave. We gave Petra permission to tell this friend who she was and where she was, which is how we came to learn about Sealand. What is Sealand? Sealand is now where I live with Rosalind and Petra. A woman from Sealand told us she was going to rescue us, and she did. Hours later, there was an aircraft that slowly lowered to the ground, and there before us stood a woman in a shiny white suit. We walked into the machine, and there we were in Sealand. That's the voice of David Strom, everyone. An analysis of this novel looks back at today's question. Would you welcome change instead of fearing it? It is clear that David and his crew had no choice but to accept change because the alternative, death and or persecution, was the fear that made them leave in the first place. Evolution involves change and acceptance of what may be different, and we are part of it. Thanks for being with us. Next week, we welcome Alex Gregory from Jordan Sonnenblick's Notes from the Midnight Driver. I'm Bree, signing out. Till next time, have a great day.